The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Welcome to A Feast for Bros. I'm your host, Sean Solis, and today we're going to be talking about Season 7, Episode 4, The Spoils of War, where finally, motherfucking dragons. <laughs> um, dragons! I, I am so excited. I think everyone's kind of been waiting for this, uh, but let's go ahead and introduce everyone. I'm joined with uh, by Jack Newman. Hey, Jack. Hey! About fucking time we burn people alive. And we burned a lot of people alive. Like this is this, this show. This show let its metaphorical load go like pretty in a pretty spectacular fashion. Sorry, yeah. uh, starting the sex jokes early. You are, uh, you are Ben Howard. Hey Ben. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm looking at a list of this is the thing you get in L.A. You can't see, but I have a list of posters that I can buy. So if you want a poster signed by George Lucas for Attack of the Clones, it's only $300. So if anybody wants me to buy them that, just let me know. And I'll burn it. I'm going to hit you up about something. Just ask you about things that may or may not be on that list later. Yeah, so I feel like like selling Attack of the Clones posters is a terrible business model. But I wish you the best of luck. (laughs) Yeah. you know, there's you got other ones. You got like you know, Social Network on here, and 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 the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. It's a mixed bag, is what I'm saying. <laughs> we also have uh, Jenna on the podcast. Hey, Jenna. Hey, I'm going to say about time that Dan and uh, Danny and John started making their way toward this baby, the Song of Ice and Fire. I have to admit, I have to admit, I really am against like you know John fucking his aunt, but like every time they're on screen together, I'm just like, Ugh! and I'm like, I'm 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 totally against it. Like I'm totally against aunt fucking on principle. Is she his aunt? She's, yes. She's yes. His nep- yeah, she's his aunt. Yeah. No, she. Yeah. She's okay. his aunt, but I'm still team team John Danny, so yeah. Did you want like a rom com moment where they're in the cave and then she turned around, she was like right there and they were like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I, I was what? definitely going from like awkward <laughs> kiss in the rain with in, they're inside the cave and it starts raining outside and then they just oh, have to right, kiss. Yeah. Like that's that's this what I was your, going for. That's uh-huh. your that's your I mean fiction. John knows all about, you know, going down in some caves. <laughs> so uh, On that note, well she just uh, talked also, about it. It's not unprecedented. <laughs> John Snow is standing outside of Dragonstone with a boom boom box over his head. <laughs> yes, next episode, that's all I expect. Like literally yes. 45 minutes of boom box John. Okay. And he just gets, he just gets, he just gets like fire breathed on him. <laughs> Sean, this is, this is your fault. You said like we had time, we could just fucking. I know. Let me introduce everybody first. I'm gonna Hi, let Sarah. <laughs> all right, we're fine. We're, uh, we also have a uh, Sarah Becker on the podcast. <laughs> Hey, sir. <laughs> Bring it in with oral sex jokes right out of the show. This is going to be a wonderful podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, let's start with uh, with probably like the shortest scene because I, as we were t- discussing before, there's like four there's four locations in this episode, which is crazy to me uh, because it sounded it felt like a lot happened. Uh, but the the most yeah shorter episode too, which is crazy. Yeah. But the, the, the first scene was in King's Landing, and uh, we had uh, Cersei and uh, Mycroft Holmes just uh, chilling, yeah. <laughs> talking, about, talking about money. Um, can, yeah. can, anyone, like, ex- so great for can anyone explain to me, like, 
why uh, why the Iron Bank is a thing because couldn't couldn't we just like invade them and take all of their money? Like, what's why why is anyone intimidated by the Iron Bank? I don't I don't get it. <laughs> well, it's it's actually interesting too because I'm really interested to see how the gold company is represented when she when, when they come ashore, which I assume they're coming ashore because again, I think that they retipped the balance. I love how like every episode the balance has been tipped in this series, right? Because now it's like it's like oh yeah, their dragons are dragons are fucking of course you know dragons so like (laughs) you know so it's i feel like they need to do something again to tip the balance back and i'm interested to see how the gold company takes i mean the one of the things that always bugged me with like essos and stuff is that when danny would burn ships and do shit in essos it always like did had like this it had it had like it always had a feel of like the b tier kind of plot line and so it always felt like a lot cheaper in terms of the battles and what was happening and thus like you never got a sense of like yeah danny fought like technically there's like ten thousand. Uh, unsullied in her army and but you never got a sense that she was fighting a battle with like 10,000 unsullied so it's kind of it's kind of just interesting to see you know kind of her taken out of the context of that and see like her really like ramp through it so it's it's interesting to see like you know what does the iron bank mean well we always didn't think it meaned very much but does that mean they can actually put like actual troops on the ground right that's what i'm i'm curious about the iron bank because i feel like they, they've had uh, uh, Mycroft Holmes there a lot lately, and I feel like the likelihood that he's going to get stabbed by Cersei in a fit of rage, you know, uh, seems highly likely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the ramifications of that will be very interesting because uh, I- they're, they're, to me, like the, the same way the Maesters are. Like, the, the people who are rich sort of always survive, you know, that sort of idea uh, that the rich always manage to find a way to pack the winning side and survive for years and years while the maesters are more you know the we're the enlightened ones and we know better than you people and we sit in our tower and we ignore everybody and uh i think that's kind of what they're going for with the iron bank is that they're the elite that don't have a side and that's why they survived for so long as they just back the winning side every time and when they don't then they're like fuck you go to the other side you know yeah that's an interesting point because i feel like mycroft Holmes has gotten more screen time than like Theon, Greyjoy, or like Jorah, yeah. And I'm like, what? What? Is, what's their? What, what are they playing at? Why? Like, why? Why are we focusing so much on his character and, and the bank? Just <laughs> like, what, what's going on? Like, they have to be doing something with him, right? Yeah, I mean. Sorry. I mean, clearly, I, I I feel like games. I feel like Game of Thrones is still suffering from too many characters. Like right now at this point. So my question is, is like, because like my thing is like bringing Mycroft Holmes into this. I was like, yeah, he's gonna come into this so Arya can kill him in King's Landing, which Arya's not there anymore. So I don't <laughs> fucking. Oh, don't fucking start with me. I know y'all are. Everyone's gonna goddamn gloat, but like, I I still think like thematically you are totally wrong about the essence of that scene. But whatever. <laughs> nah, she just encountered Amiria in the in the woods and was just like having a chill moment and. Just chill, just chill for a moment. Yeah, because it was it was cold. Because they were like up north, bro. A chill moment with a dire wolf right in front of your face. Right. Like, I feel like that was an unnecessary your... use of special effects dollars to <laughs> have that giant dire wolf. Yeah, hard. You take a wolf, you just make him a little bigger. You know, it's only nine episodes. They got money to burn. <laughs> you just film a wolf on a blue screen, and you take that wolf and you make him like a little bigger. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's just like <laughs> hard. Stretch him. <laughs> yeah. So so no no Iron Bank theories. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's my main they're, one. Just, they're gonna bring the gold company, and somebody's gonna assassinate the Iron Bank guy, or Danny's gonna have. I mean, I don't think they're gonna back Danny. I think they're just a device at this point to just like upstakes. 
and to like show Cer- like to show Cersei's power, right? Like the whole moment of you know you're better than your father, even in do like fulfilling your promise and paying your debts like Lannisters do. I think that's all it was was just a narrative function to continue to show like Cersei just keeps taking steps to the top. You know, like the last episode, it was her showing the servant who she was in bed with. This episode, it's that she pays her debts. Like it's just this like huge climb until her death. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's uh, let's keep trucking along because I know we've got a lot to get to. Um, the second the second major scene, and there was actually a lot going on in this one, was uh, <laughs> was at Dragonstone, and uh, they continue to develop uh, the relationship between John and Danny. Um, and I guess uh, the first thing he does is he like rolls in, and he's like, "Girl, I want to take you to a cave." <laughs> does anyone want to? Does anyone want to kind of take us through that scene and what was no, going on? Okay, we have to take a half step. Come into my because... magic cave. <laughs> I will show you this cave, shining, shimmering. I made these cliffs. <laughs> So are we skipping ahead to Dragonstone then? Sorry, no, I just, the cave. Yeah, we're, we're on Dragonstone okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what so, were we uh, actually on? I'm sorry, I wasn't, I was literally installing, I was literally just like not paying attention and installing a, a terabyte drive on my thing. So my bad, guys. <laughs> I'm here fine. now. <laughs> no, it's fine. Uh, Sean you decided we go to Dragonstone. <laughs> no, now. let's do this <laughs> thing. We'll, we'll go back to Winterfell, don't worry. We're going to go back yeah. to Winterfell oh, okay. first? All right. Yeah. So. All right, fine. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. Did anyone else catch the little finger? I mean, first off, little finger making his like Blade Runner reference. Right? It was like, so weird. That was, that was like line for line too. Like that wasn't. It it's wasn't. Like, yeah. Even, when he said was, like you've seen people most men wouldn't believe, and I was like, I've seen you know it, the light it? shine off the wall. <laughs> yeah, I've was, seen <laughs> whites on fire off the shoulder of Hardhome. You know, like, <laughs> oh, very nice. It's really good. Yeah, it wasn't even it wasn't even like an illusion. It was like the line itself. It was. Really it was weird. very odd. It, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and Bran doesn't really strike me as uh, you know as as Rutger Hauer in any in any form or fashion. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rutger Hauer had way more emotion. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I thought this was for me. This was awesome. And and one of the other things too is that did anyone else catch the reference to Littlefinger's speech in the first season with various oh, yeah. when it's like chaos is a lack. Ladder. That took me a bit to get. I had to, I had to look that up. I was like, "Chaos is a ladder." What the fuck does that mean? And then I went and I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember when he said it. It and was stupid." Great, they do <laughs> yeah. a great uh, uh, just shot of Rorschach, which I really like. Just a dead on yeah. shot of him saying, it, and then dead on shot of Littlefinger going, "The fuck you just so said." So if to you me? if you go back and look at it, like his pupils dilate in just an amazing way. And I don't I don't even know how they did that, but like. Like nice. little, you can see like little fingers in the scene. Little fingers, pupils like dilate hard, and it's great. And I don't know how. I don't know if that's acting or somebody shined a light in his face, but it's like cool. It's like I don't. I don't know how you would do that, but it's just like you just like see his pupils like go like get big, awesome. and he's like, and you're just like he. And but none of the rest of his face moves, and it's just it's such a it's such a cool moment. Like I I, wow. I, I like I enjoy the use of the line, but in terms of acting, I was like, it's 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 an amazing like you you know because like you you know you a lot of times acting can be like reactions and reactions and stuff like that but like a lot of these things are like physical body reactions that you don't control like pupil dilation and seeing like 
like um like an actor do that <laughs> which i've never yeah. given that actor that much credit because he was fucking terrible in king arthur but whatever <laughs> he's a weird act. i mean i love aiden gillen to death but he's a weird actor and there's yeah. a reason that his like sequence in the dark knight rises has become such a meme because like he's it's like two weird actors weird yeah. acting at each other <laughs> like, yeah it's really it's really strange. <laughs> well, I think I think we should take a moment to kind of go back and explain like what was going on in the original scene when when uh, Littlefinger originally said that chaos is a ladder. Uh, I think this was like in the, I think it was like the, the third season. I want to say, and he and Varys yes. were having a conversation, um, and Varys was saying that uh, that chaos is like a pit, and Littlefinger disagreed, saying it's more like a ladder. Folks are trying to climb up it, and then they fall to never get back up again. Uh, which is kind of like the Game of Thrones generally. Um, so it's kind of comparing the Game of Thrones to to a ladder. Um, so that's kind of what threw what threw Littlefinger off. And really, I think from Bran's perspective, as he was just kind of showing that he is the Three Eyed Raven, he like pretty much sees everything. Um, but that was kind of a theme I thought in this in this scene uh, or in this uh, kind of location at Winterfell is he was kind of just being surprised by all the Starks who have really grown as characters and he's just like holy shit what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I figured this out. Yeah, and uh, we also get a, a nice sequence uh, with Mira, which I really enjoyed, even though it was just to get her out of the show, obviously. Um, <laughs> I think she's going to be Gendry'd. I think she's gone, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I but it was, I liked I her whole sequence so. of just saying like, you know, that Bran basically died in the cave, which is fair. Cause he's totally a different character now. Like I, I fucking not that hate Bran that. At all. I hate how off scene his transformation was. That's, that's the big thing for me. Uh, go ahead though, Jenna. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh no, it's just, it really fast. I think Miro come back. Well, I say the same thing about Gendry, but I think Miro will come back. Cause Howland Reed, I think is going to have to show up to verify who John's parents are. Cause no one's going to believe Bran. Cause they're all going to think he's like, mm. you know, messed up in the brain. And so I think Howland Reed is going to make an appearance just to be like, yeah, I was there too or something. And Miro will then, you know, come back and, be some hopefully more than just like a little pawn to like kill off violently but does anyone <laughs> does anyone like out. ship mira and bran because that was something that came up that i was like i was like no i don't ship that at all no, in any form or fashion ever or, i i think i used to maybe yeah. half-heartedly yeah but definitely not anymore yeah <laughs> especially with like new like oh i died in a tree off screen bran <laughs> I'm, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I really want. I, I need either to him have a moment where some of him like returns or something because like just like spooky brand is not is not funny, you know. <laughs> it was it was a, like I'm sp- I'm a spooky. It was a weird deal yeah, because it, uh, it was so sudden. That's what makes it hard yeah. too, you know. Well, even right. uh, even Arya. That, that, by the way, I, I'm cheating. I just stole that line from Ben. Ben used that in chat, so I just spooky. Uh, credits where it's due. Spooky well, brand made we'll me laugh about out it later loud. with. Uh, with Arya and Sansa, I'm going to steal Joe from Twitter, but you know, it, it really was like when she's like, Bran's here. He's going through a phase. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's perfect. He's like going through like a teenage like. No, I'm the three eyed raven. 
Get my name I'm right. I'm the Three-Eyed Raven, but I'm not the Three-Eyed Raven. Have you even read Nietzsche? <laughs> exactly. Is, uh, have you ever read Nietzsche? Point in his uh, puberty, yeah. for sure. I mean, there was definitely uh, an interesting moment between uh, Sansa and Arya where, you know, she comes back and they're super happy about it. And they're like, and Bran's back too. And Arya's like, oh, cool. But but <laughs> but then Sansa's face just kind of falls and she's like, yeah, yeah. but there's a problem. <laughs> oh, my God. That scene in the crypt when, like, all right, this is the second time Arya like Arya's done that laugh like that sort of like <laughs> but I murder people laugh and oh, it's, poor, yes. she's got poor, it down so good poor Sansa <laughs> just can't fucking catch a break like Jon Snow comes back and he's like I've been dead I've been resurrected Bran comes like, back I'm a fucking <laughs> elder god Arya comes back and she's like I kill people she's like shut up and then she watches her fight Brienne and she's like oh fuck she kills people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, I really I, I know that they're gonna do that they're, everyone's gonna people are like going to enjoy that sometimes like I know that like they're gonna be self-indulgent as a series um and i guess i should have known this a little bit like when i was talking last week because i I said that i i still don't thematically understand the purpose of the wolf scene that the fact that she goes to back to winterfell it doesn't make any sense no it it makes (laughs) it makes plenty of sense that was so self-indulgent though the whole brand like Oh, I thought I didn't think you were coming back and all that like I yeah, I just shook my head at that. It was a little much for me. Well, I think I think it's also a little bit self-indulgent because they're going to they're going to enjoy watching everyone shocked face when Arya just starts murdering people. Like I'm sure they're going to have she's going to run into John and that's that moment is going to happen and she's going to like stab somebody in the face with a Valerian steel dagger and he's <laughs> and she's going to be like, "What? I kill people." And it's almost like a rom-com beat. <laughs> like, <it's> like, right. <laughs> well, I feel like they're leading up to her possibly killing Littlefinger because she was yeah. side-eyeing him this entire yeah. episode you know yeah well i think what sad's that i get a little or Arya will will put on sansa's face well, like, does that require her to kill i sansa believe first? it does it does yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. okay then never mind that was i was about to say little little finger has never a slight mind. build like saying like uh, Arya can totally impersonate him i mean but that's actually that's the big thing is like we've all talked about this happening where little they do something in the veil well now sansa has her own little assassin like, just, like, <laughs> true. We, true. like i like are we just just gonna have like a girl like we're gonna have a like they're gonna go to the veil and it's gonna be a girl's night out if you know what i mean <laughs> i mean i, okay, I think the you're plot. the only one jack who has this whole thing about the moon door and you really want the moon door to come back that's not me that no was, jack's not the only not one me. i absolutely <laughs> want sansa to kick little finger through the moon so door the moon here's my plot door. twist for you all i want to do a, do alexa kick off the paulus tower and put little finger through the moon door I, or, it's or, funny or, or do the, like a classic dudley boys coming like, off of what sarah just said is going to be that Arya kills Littlefinger, puts on Littlefinger's face, and then Sansa pushes Arya out. The- <laughs> oh, that, that would be, be dark. that would be horrible. And that would oh, be Game of Thrones style. Does anyone else? And then Littlefinger walks in and is like, "My love," and Sansa's like, <laughs> "Does anyone else yeah. think that like there's like a high, uh, like a high probability that Sansa?" Like, we have to we have to lose another Stark, and I'm, it's either Bran or Sansa in my book. It's, it has Bran's to be Sansa. Too, Bran's too. It gaudy. has to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah has to be but Sansa. like have to be around. Like, Bran would totally sacrifice himself to do something. He's like so unimportant now because if, he's just if like, Bran dies, he's going to become 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know what I mean? Like he'll <laughs> yeah, become yeah, something yeah. Oh, no, no, but totally. Like I'm not saying he'll I'm not saying he'll like die die, but he'll totally like grow into a goddamn tree. Well, I can see him doing something like yeah, that where he's just like yeah, he's like someone's like I don't need this body anymore and he wargs away to something. Yeah. You know? Well, they've yeah, essentially done that from a plot perspective. He's not even a fucking character anymore. Well, he can't he can't don't. die because he knows too much. Like he's the only window into the past and if we lose him Yeah, well, I, that's the thing. He's going to he's gonna, John's going to come back. He's going to touch his hand. He's going to show him vision and that's going to be that. You know what I mean? Like then Bran, what other purpose does Bran serve unless he goes back in time and becomes Bran the Builder and builds and literally builds the wall. <laughs> like right. And drives the Mad King crazy. I think that'll come up too. Right, that, mm-hmm. that theory as well, for sure. Yeah, I think that's like become canon now versus yeah. just like conspiracy. So does anyone want to talk about the <laughs> uh, the importance of the knife? Yeah, I think she's gonna yeah. stab a White Walker. Like it's almost certain now, you know. Yeah, it, I mean, it's gonna come. I mean, I think it's gonna come up that like the White Walkers are gonna get over the wall before John gets back north again. Yeah, because sure. I think yeah, that's. I agree. I was thinking about this today, and they need to yeah. they need to up the emotional stakes in the north because they now have all the Starks back in one place. And they got little. Oh, I was thinking that too. I was like, "Oh no, Starks <laughs> in was, one place." This is terrible. That was so awkward. Where the, like they how they shot them all in a line, just like walking <laughs> with a chair. It was so awkward looking, and I was like, "Why did you all shoot it like that?" Like, <laughs> like I get the brands in a wheelchair, so there's not like a lot of good like like camera angles for it. But like they just they just saw like a little Stark train going somewhere, and I'm like, <laughs> "Why?" Well, yeah, to their death. They, they, they've got to do something, right? Because it's like right now it's just them. Like messing around, and there's like little finger, like kind of <laughs> hanging out too. And there's that's I don't know, like something has to go down for them to you know kind of band together to see if they can actually you know are they are they up to like the challenge of like fucking defending the wall when John's not there. So I think yeah. I think uh, well, the, the the White Walkers are going to attack Eastwatch, and that'll that'll be the real test. Yeah, I I I. I, I I honestly don't know where this series is going anymore with a lot of this stuff. Like I, I am, I am so shocked. Uh, I don't know. And that's the thing is like the disbursement of characters. It's like, I would have been interested to see Arya running around King's Landing, trying to kill Cersei. And that, that seems almost to the reason to have like the banker there as well. It's just like give other targets in King's Landing for Arya to kill. Which was what when the banker came back, I was like, okay, well, Arya is now going to go there, and she's going to kill a banker, and that's why he's there is because we need you know soft targets and there for Arya to kill. Like Arya will kill Quiburn, Arya will kill this person, Arya will kill that person, and now she's just like back there, and there's so many Starks in one place. I don't understand like what the fuck's going to happen up there, if you know what I mean. There's too many characters, and that's the big scary thing to me is like, does this sir, does this series Gendry? Like a Stark. No, there's no way. I don't think they'll get injured. They would have to murder no, him. But, uh, they probably wouldn't, but they'll just like kill one off aren't magnanimously. We, aren't we in, in like time to murder a Stark in the penultimate episode? Like, isn't it always like go yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah, because it's always like either you murder a Stark or you uh, you have a huge battle sequence. And so right. I feel like it's murder a Stark season, isn't it? Every, yeah, it's always the yeah. even. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. Sansa's yeah, gone. Yeah, we just, we just had a battle sequence, so like I'm pretty sure somebody dies next episode. Yeah, and they're showing the whites coming. Yeah, I agree. It's, well, it's, it's insane that like no one died this episode. But we'll, I mean, we'll get to that later, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the plot armor, especially the end, was way too heavy. It was a little bit yeah, much I was, for I was, me. I was, they, they, they dodged streams of fire a little too readily. In full armor, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bron, Bron specifically, and I know they're doing like the John. Sh- we'll get there. I want to talk about that shot with like. Well, the, 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 the before we leave Winterfell, let's talk about how 
fucking awesome the Brienne and Arya fight was. Yes! That was probably. I'm sorry. Every time they bring in like the like the uh, the like the Bravosi like uh like uh, essentially like fencers like it's so cool and watch so awesome. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, they always like it, it's and it's one of the most underrated fights of the series is like the pit fight with Jorah is so cool. <laughs> like it's such a cool fight where right. they have like the Bravosi guy and they're, they're all like the different warriors of like Essos and stuff and like them fighting. It's it's such a cool fight and seeing her do it and like in the fact that like I am shocked that like the actress that plays Arya is actually like looks like a pretty like more yeah, than capable swordswoman. Tra- looks like she oh, trained yeah. for a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, just, like a I loved angry, it. Even like she's like a little angry mouse. I just love it. She's just like yeah, <laughs> like, or a, jab, jab, jab. or a cat <laughs> since she's the cat of the canals. But I also love. I also loved how believable, like her, like na- like her hand to hand knife thing when she grabs her yeah. arm, and tosses it to the other hand, and then like Brienne's like, "Fuck me!" It was just such a cool. And there's and also a great moment where Brienne fucking kicks her, and she's like, "Oh my god, I just kicked a 13 year old!" And then she was like, <laughs> and then Arya's like, "Good, good." Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we're fighting. Yeah. I mean, the other thing you have to consider is that Brienne is in full fucking armor. It's like taking yeah. a fucking like steel toed boot and putting it in some of these she, solar plexus. Like, That's some hardcore. Shit, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> like that shit fucking and hurts. She just like does that breakdance move back to her feet, and it's awesome. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and it's and I, I want to get full. I, I'm I'm excited to feel. I, I really am excited to see like how these things. I'm scared about like how people are gonna play into it because I really want. I really want everything to have mattered. Do you know what I mean? I really want mm-hmm. Arya's journey yeah. to matter in the end. Like I want it to be purposefully going somewhere. Like, and I'm and I'm and I guess I'm like a little bit scared with her being in Winterfell. There's so many players up there. It's like I can't see how it's gonna matter before the end. Yeah, or it matters in terms of her just having like one season. moment and killing one person and making a decision, and then it's just being like anticlimactic. Well, Sorry. well, I mean, so let's let's take a step back because I think the real action of where the season is going or where the series is going is is up north. Like, I think Danny is just fine destroying King's Landing and the remains of like the Lannisters on her own. Like, we don't need Arya there to like assassinate people. Like, I think Danny has it under control. <laughs> <laughs> like, the White Walkers are like the real threat, right? So, I feel like there's going to be this a lot more going on up north as as the season and the series progress. Yeah, and I think maybe like maybe instead of like killing a Stark next episode, like the wall comes down. Hmm. I think someone has to die, though. It's been a long time for a yeah. main character. You know, and there's yeah. someone, a lot of it's char- their time. There's a lot of characters in play, in play, and that's in yeah, even like the Sand Snakes didn't feel like, because they're such fan disfavorites, you know? Like, it didn't feel, like, impactful, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 I don't I, think it counted. <laughs> no, because they weren't really, like, main characters. They're more, like, big supporting characters, which yeah. I know there's technical terms for it. I'm not right. a technical person, but, you know, they weren't They weren't huge. It's not like a Stark died. It's not like a Lannister died. Right. right. Which is which is what I'm wondering. Like, like I, I mean, they, they can't. I feel like I feel like that's the issue, too, that I'm facing right now. I am, like, 99% sure how this show is going to kill Cersei and Jaime. Same. Like, like I am like I am like a hundred percent sure that Jamie is gonna kill Cersei. Now I'm not even like I'm not even like like Tyrion could die, and I would be le- I would be less surprised than if they killed Jamie at this point. So and, if Jamie drowns tomorrow, I'm gonna give them like a standing ovation. That is no, no, so I will too because like we're so prepared for it. And like, and that's one of the that's one of the most confirmed fan theories because there's so much fucking text. Because like they even have the they even have the prophecy in the show. 
And they even yeah. have the line confirming that he is her little brother. I'm, of course, referring to the prophecy uh, that Cersei uh, got from a witch that says that she would become a queen and that all her children would die and then her little brother would kill her. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. And, and she and always said the little brother was Tyrion and everyone says it's actually... Uh, right, Jamie. because it's they literally say at one time that she came like five seconds before uh, Jamie, so he's the... And he was like grabbing onto her foot or something. Exactly, so right. he is also her little brother. So, right. oof, man, I, that's... That somehow that makes the... Inc- being like uh. identical twins makes the incest even worse. <laughs> that's, that's not identical, but like somehow being twins, Same like... Time, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's some messed up stuff, guys. That's some some hardcore well it, it gets i don't know some of the descriptions of that in like the book are weird like where cersei's talking about like how they're getting it on in the womb <laughs> she's like yes <laughs> well yeah i forgot about Do you that. remember that <laughs> yeah she's like no. like her mom was like we were kicking a lot <laughs> oh. Oh, i'm like god damn it george martin <laughs> i guess like I, I just like blocked out the part where like you know game of thrones became a baby porn book <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like so scarred when I read that. Like, I will, it will never leave my no, memory. I, she implies. She implies. I mean, it didn't happen. Obviously, she implies it to happen. I think it's more a statement to like how messed up Cersei is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On on that note, uh, unless anyone else, Jenna, you actually, Jenna, you had something to say. Yeah. No, no, I'm ready to talk about Dragonstone. All the All right, way. Let's do this. All right. Um, I think I already already like teed this off. So if uh, if uh, anyone wants to take us through this awesome cave scene sure so uh, so, so, wait hold on we we can't i'll someone else can talk about the cave scene but we just i have to like i had to laugh at the very corny transition from like misanda and danny talking about her and gray worm and all of a sudden like hard cut to Jon snow i'm like come on guys like let's slow down a little bit (laughs) but i just i just really like the conversation with danny and like you know misanda is asking if she's heard from gray worm and she's like not yet but it'll be okay i'll come back she's like did did something happen with you and Grey Worm? Just like, many things. I love I love, Danny, things. I love Danny. I love Danny Like, girl, you gotta tell me smirking. everything. <laughs> it's just like, and then fucking John Snow is there. He's like, we'll have girl talk later, Miss Andy. <laughs> you bitch, you didn't tell me this shit. God, <laughs> that was wonderful. Oh, it's it, so yeah, it's, it's really funny. Very uh, small moment. Oh, that well, I just really all liked. right, it's, but it, it's funny too that like uh, that fucking Davos plays like the same role for John, where he's you know. It's like we're gonna have bro talk over here, and we'll have girl talk over here, and I feel like Davos and Davos was such a fucking bro this episode. I loved him. (laughs) Even though he was doing a Stannis, like, uh, well, we have uh, what do you say? Oh yeah, we have less than a thousand men, uh, fewer. What? (laughs) He's like still doing the fucking grammatical shit. That's but even back up to you know him being a bro so he, John's or Davos said so what do you think of you know Daenerys and John said something like she has a good heart and Davos was like yeah I see you keep looking at her heart during her <laughs> conversations or everybody knows like everybody knows so let's let's talk about this cave scene that you've been trying to tee up <laughs> yes. for a bit um, so uh, John takes Danny into a cave and 
we all want one thing to happen to Cave, but instead he shows her some some dope art. That, oh, uh, shows her some art. Shows her some art <laughs> that the yes, children. I uh, I'm. And the there, first I saw a Twitter post of taking this. Yes, of taking this from uh, the Twitter user Cal Jogo says when Jon Snow asks you to go into a cave, you say yes. Fifty fifty, you get oral or a sweet art show. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and uh, so he shows a bunch of stuff that supposedly the children in the first men drew of uh the first men and the children fighting uh the white walkers though we all personally believe that john had a piece of chalk and he was just like <laughs> just drawing some shit real fast but uh i thought even if it even if it was john which i don't believe it is um it, it was still a very i thought impactful scene even though the white walkers were kind of over designed for me like they looked a little too good they were like so clearly white walkers like it was just one of those weird designs like you ever see a kid's drawing in a in a movie and you're like a fucking adult drew that as a kid's drawing you know what i mean right. like it's like it's clearly a modern person drawing this as a cave painting you know what i mean yeah. like a little overdesigned for me. But it's like it's nice. like watching like kind of the kid in Dark Tower this week. Like his drawings were like I was like I mean obviously this kid would have an art exhibit somewhere. <laughs> like, right, they're really like, good. It's like like clearly he would be the talk. He would be the toast of New York. Like, he's just drawing his, concept art that they drew. With yeah, the movie. exactly. <laughs> like, it's like he's like beautiful charcoal drawings. I'm like, what kind of kid is into charcoal drawings? <laughs> like, he, has, he has like a colored pencil set at this point. He doesn't fucking do that right like the white rocks had blue eyes i was like what the fuck you find blue blue like the hardest <laughs> right? thing to find in nature <laughs> it is so i think the key the key point though is that uh danny was kind of you know john was like well obviously these things are real because they're on the wall there and she's like okay <laughs> even if <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't i had to admit she took it a lot stronger than like i would have in context i was like so you just came down here and like like chip some shit into the walls, right? Like, <laughs> there's like no, like, I have no. I'm, this is medieval society. I have no way of knowing like when these were put into the wall. <laughs> right. I would have looked around for dust or something like that. You know. <laughs> He's got Check his fingertips for chalk. John, yeah. John's got like charcoal over his face. He's like, you won't believe what I just found. <laughs> I've seen things. John Snow, archaeologist. He like puts on like an Indiana Jones Raiders cap. Museum. Well, museums don't exist. Oh, okay. the, the key point is uh, <laughs> that I really wanted to raise is that uh, Danny's condition for her like going to fight the White Walkers with her army and dragons is that uh, John would have to bend the knee, and they they kind of cut away <laughs> before we actually hear what his response is. Um, so, I, I, does anyone kind of have any thoughts on I, what's going to happen I, there? I, 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 I think Danny's being super reasonable, like to be, yeah. like just like straight up. Like I, I thought that that was like a super reasonable thing. Is like, yeah, you got to defend your people, but I got to be the queen. I mean, like if I'm gonna come up there and defend them, I'm the queen of them. That's that seems. Maybe maybe Jenna's aura is infecting me, but I feel like it's all leading up to like a marriage thing, right? Like because that's the only answer is that's so gonna to- appease everybody. To go off of that, my, like, very corny part here, like, one-liner is, like, yeah, he'll bend his knees. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say... We, it's been yeah, it's yeah. been like thirty minutes since an oral sex joke. So there we go. <laughs> no, that's not no. I, I made one while you were away. Oh, I read that Twitter post. Yeah, that's yeah. why I should never go leave to get like a glass you of wine. That's things. why you miss the good oral <laughs> sex <laughs> jokes. 
Oh. But yeah, no, I agree with you, Ben, though. Can I think I that that's best? like what they're all leading up to is then everyone will be happy because it technically won't be a southern ruler over the northern people. And it'll be an alliance. And well, but, 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 keeps but, but, like, what's his title? Eyes. Is he like specifically the king or is he the queen consort? Because that's just weird. He can't be a consort if they're married. Oh, okay, so uh, isn't, the queen of, isn't the Queen of England married to the Queen Consort, or is he just like a friend, quote-unquote friend? <laughs> no, he's, he's the... Co- Roommates? <laughs> we doing that all he's, he's the consort. <laughs> um, yeah, he's the consort because he's not, he's not like in line to ever rule, right? Like it's their, their right. child who would, be, who would be the next ruler. Right. So, so like, but then everything's like, so like, let's say that Euron marries Cersei. Does that make him King Euron, or is he the Queen Consort? He's a Sorry, I'm just. Concert. This is like a really interesting point of because like, technically it's still the Baratheon rule, which is what's weird. Right. It, it, it doesn't go. Weird. It doesn't go by who you marry. It's like who who's like who's the lion. Like what's the royal lineage? That's why. Yeah. That's why. Like I was I was looking at the map and I was like, why is the Baratheon sigil still over King's Landing? It's like, oh, it's still technically a Baratheon rule, even though it's a Lannister and, and, and on the throne. Yeah. And they're building up to putting the Targaryen thing there. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you, you can even tell by like they were even like. So this is an amazing thing. Like somebody was pointing this out on like a YouTube video. So I can't remember who the fuck said it, but they they were saying that the design of the Red Keep is like built on the basis of eventually having a like a Targaryen design right there as well. Oh, interesting. And it's like was like from the very beginning. I don't know how accurate that thought, is, but thought experiments. Then like say Danny was not about to just obliterate King's Landing. Who then would, if Cersei had another child with Euron, who would be, who would succeed her? The child. The child, But the yeah. the issue so, is, does Euron, what happens if Euron marries her and then Cersei dies? Does that Then you could Euron? have people fight again for the claim to the throne. Yeah. that's what happened it, with Joffrey, was there like, he wasn't actually right, Baratheon, he was right. a Lannister. And one would argue that like, a, like uh, one of the original Baratheon bastards, like Gendry, has more of a claim to the throne now than Cersei does, even as the queen, right? Because right. that's why Gendry could always come back because he's he's technically yeah. could be king. Because right. because the society is still patrilineal. Yeah, which is why Gendry mm-hmm. was such a yeah. big threat uh, in season one, and the right. reason that you know Cersei was trying to fucking knock him off or kill all the children. Before Makes he sense why everyone's like, forever. where is he? He's actually important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and she went. I mean, I, I have to admit, it's still intense that she went as far as to like kill the female babies all, as well. That's intense. All of them, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, there were like there were like twenty of them or something. They were like like Robert was not messing around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was messing around. Good point. Good point. Well played. Well played. Yeah. That was that was that was well done, Sarah. <laughs> Thank you. Although I think Jedith was saying the same thing. At yeah, the same time. we literally like, like that was first. awesome, Sarah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, so can we talk about Internet the most uh, There's... the most sitcom moment of the episode when Theon shows up? And I sweared that I thought the Curb Your Enthusiasm music would play because he just looks up <laughs> and there's Jon Snow and he just kind of wants to be like. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I have to admit I wanted him to punch him so bad and I don't know why right? I just like like they're so good about. I, I, this is one of those shows. It's it's a little bit like sh- uh, sh- it's almost at like Sherlock's level of fan interaction at this point in terms of like they know so specifically what the fans like and they're almost playing off that level of like they know what the fans want, they know what's going to happen, and they just like they they're having a good time like pushing it one way or the other and kind of fucking with it's, us. I think a little bit. Yeah, it's it's very self-referential at this point. <laughs> Yeah, and and it's also very self indulgent, and that's not a criticism. This is like again, the last two episodes have been fucking awesome, 
But like, it's also in the same way. It's like the Brienne fight is a little self indulgent. It's a little self indulgent to have these characters that have been main characters in the series for so long, and now we have them run into each other, and they're like, "Tip of the hat," you know. <laughs> so it's like, and that's and that's just that's a very like reference self referential thing for the series to be doing. I, I'm a little bit worried that I, I feel like we could get to the point where it's too much. Uh, it's not right now. I'm just totally into it. But at this point, I've watched seven seasons of the show, so I feel like it can get. Like, you know, I mean, I'm obviously I'm not gonna not see the end of Game of Thrones. Do you know at this point? Like, it doesn't matter what what they do. Like, the series could end like school days, and like it could just everyone could die at the end, and that could be that. Oh, it's 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 too good though. Like, I I I don't know. I understand what the show's doing, but I still fucking love it. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, if if Arya and Brienne are gonna fight each other, that's that's fucking awesome. Like, I want to see that on screen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I agree, I agree. Uh-huh. Oh my god, though, Tyrion and Tyrion and Varys looking at each other, looking back at her. <laughs> I I enjoy that they've maintained the fact that Tyrion and Varys are like truly scared of Danny in like a yeah. way. Well, I liked when uh, Danny turned on Tyrion, and you can watch Jon Snow in the background back away too. That was like one of my favorite parts of the whole episode. Yeah. And yeah. it was just like, it was cute, you know, it was very cutesy, but I liked it. I, I also enjoy that we have like all these strong men around this female figure and they're like all like aggressively yeah. Yeah. afraid of her. And it is, yes. it is really cool in terms of just like, she is like, she is almost this like Robert Baratheon. She's more Robert Baratheon than Robert Baratheon oh, ever yeah. was in terms of yeah. like this like charismatic well, Robert Baratheon ruler. when he cared and wasn't like fat and hated Yeah, yeah, you know? well, which you, which we never see in the series. Yeah. Uh, come on, brand young Robert Baratheon. <laughs> yeah, because like, seriously, I, like the fucking rock needs to play like Robert Baratheon. Like he's like a huge oh linebacker giant apparently yeah in the, in the books yeah. yeah which is something else when they're like introducing tarly and it's like it's it's kind of you know it's a big deal that tarly is the only person that defeated robert baratheon because no one fucking defeated him like he's you know a be- giant with a hammer who smashed people yeah he's just like face. a giant he's just like a giant mountain man with a hammer and he just tears <laughs> shit up my uh, yes. my favorite uh one of my favorite moments i think it was the first season when like ned and robert reunite uh yeah <laughs> i think uh ned or uh, robert's like oh you've gotten fat and <laughs> Ned's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ned just kind of eyes him up and down, like, bitch, please. <laughs> so, um, another, kind of another point I wanted to, to raise, well, there's two more points I want to make here. First is, like, the whole Theon thing, because I want to I wanna flesh that out a little more. Um, Bro has, like, one fucking boat. Like, what's he gonna do? <laughs> like, why Why do we still care about Theon? Like, why, why is he still alive? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I don't... I wonder if they're gonna do something when it's like John and Theon off together to go get a boat. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, why would they? No, do right. please no. <laughs> well, uh, there, Theon there has no... to go save Yara to find his balls. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Sarah, I mean, that's what is gonna happen? That's what it is gonna be. <laughs> yeah, Theon yeah, and I, I... Theon and Grey Worm are gonna be like, I know that feel, bro. Oh, <laughs> oh that's pretty terrible. Um, terrible um but i think yeah i think it is that the, it's more of a character mechanic did you like did i hope else? that she doesn't go save yara now because like honestly as much as i don't want yara to die for reasons it's like she doesn't matter like her fleet is gone like what's the point of yeah, yeah. people to save her politically let's be frank you know well yeah. we'll get to that because I, I have some theories I, on how how that's gonna go down eventually oh i don't want to know <laughs> i i just i can't imagine that Euron is just like a good person to be imprisoned <laughs> no near yeah, yeah i just sure. i mean i don't think it, i don't think it's gonna be like uh, i don't think it's gonna be like fucking the flayed man bad but like it can't be good 
It can't be good. No. I agree. Like she's like she's strapped to the prow of a ship somewhere. It's just like, that all sounds I think. about right. Yeah. yeah, like that's 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 I'm like ninety percent sure that's where she is. All right, and the last uh, the last kind of bit that I wanted to talk about was uh, Danny kind of just like, and this this actually tees up our last scene um, where kind of all her advisors are like, no, don't like don't unleash the dragons, uh, and John has this kind of really impassioned plea where he's like. You know, the only reason that, you know, people might like you is because you're not going to go up, you're not going to go fuck shit up. <laughs> and then she, and then yeah. she does, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't he, think He has, she... like, a great line, which I think, like, shows how dark the Game of Thrones world is, where he's like, you're the first person to make people, like, think they're not going to have a shit life. <laughs> it's like, wow. Like, yeah. you're the first person where people are like, oh, maybe things won't be the worst. Maybe they'll just be slightly <laughs> better. Yeah, and I think, I think too. Uh, I, I think it, again. I, I love the scene in terms. I love like the blocking and staging, like how you, everyone backs up from her in that scene and just gets scared. And I, I agree with you too. I do think they she's listening to them still. And I think like like the like the horror of Dragonfire is still like horrible and all the things. But she didn't go. Like she was suggesting going to King's Landing. Like that yeah. was, it's still moderated in some extent, but I agree with the, her to some extent. It's like, she had to show the dragons. Like, you know, every, every fucking Lannister is fucking like the terror of that is just powerful. You know, like, yeah, it's a goddamn dragon. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this was the first, yeah. uh, the first episode where we actually got to really see them, you know, well, I guess we saw them in action yeah, last let's season, get to it. but, um, but this was just fucking cool. never, never like, no, this. Never like this. This was just no. so they, satisfying. They, they mentioned on the... Everyone should watch the behind-the-scenes video that they posted on YouTube. It's like 13 minutes long, and it's just like... If you're a tech nerd like me, you're going to love it. And if you're not, you're going to like just be super impressed by the, the amount that went into this. But uh, they said something there where they're like... Her, her the last time we saw Drogon, like uh, when he burned the ships, it's only 16 shots. And this one, it's over 80 of dragon shots. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. It's this unreal. is the most we've the ever seen. Brought it up. Yeah. Yeah, and they had to because that's that's what like I think honestly how much the dragons will play in the end of this series is why we've gotten so much fewer ep- so many fewer episodes. Totally, like this is this episode is why there's three less episodes. Yeah, th- this that episode that <laughs> episode the, the, like they had it. They they not only had to cut the number of episodes, but then have three table ep- table setting episodes to allow us to have that level of that much dragon in a shot. Absolutely. Which and yeah, it was so fucking awesome. First off, you go ahead. Before we go into like the actual details i guess we should just explain it if you don't mind sean i can just do this real quick we're like we have the lancer caravan and as you were saying you think it's mostly food correct it's not they got rid of most of their gold at uh king's landing yeah it was a it it actually so this was something that kind of i had to watch it twice um because it's a very small moment where you 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 can very easily miss it there's a very brief conversation with uh lord randall tarley and jamie where Randall says that, oh, we got the gold safely behind the, the gates of King's Landing. And what's taking so long for the rest of the army to, like, make it back is that there are all these stragglers and they're bringing all the food from Highgarden. Um, so the caravan is, like, it's it's all the food that they've taken because uh, uh, Highgarden's like the breadbasket of Westeros. All right. And so uh, there's these, they have these lines of things and then they hear uh, Dothraki coming across the hill and uh, the Dothraki charge in this wonderful sort of John Ford stagecoach-esque awesome uh, raid. And then what else comes across? Because they have this line of you know soldiers. 
What breaks through a line than a giant wall of fire? And I was thinking that the entire time, like, burn that line, burn that line. And then, uh, sure enough, Drogon comes through with Danny on top and burns a hole straight through. Yeah. The director puts yeah. through with these awesome stunts, murder everybody. <sighs> it's, and it's so incredible. well done in terms of showing the level of dragon fire because it's not just like the way they do it in terms of explosive. The way that, like, the fire just goes through people and it's just like they're dead. And I, and I love it. I love yeah. it because it's, it's 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 not like you know it's like everything's so like, like yeah he they some show fire all kinds are. of different kinds of burning which I thought was really cool like some people are just ash some people are charred there's one yeah. guy who's Holy on crap. fire where they Did put you? a prosthetic where he like looks oh, yeah. like his yeah. hair has melted into his head like it just looks yeah. horrible like yeah. they, when they he's do like all these different kinds of things so it doesn't just look like one and then his cheap helmet effect. when he pulls it off like looks like red hot like I don't know how they did that but it's like his helmet looks like red iron hot. And it's like, and they did this his- insane thing in the video. You have to see it. It's crazy. They literally blow up. They cover the guys in like the flammable liquid and they literally set an explosion that then catches them actually on fire. It's madness. Like, you shouldn't do this to people. And it's, I'm so glad this they do. This is madness. It's true madness. Burn them all. Burn them all. This is Game of Thrones production company. Yeah. Yeah, like the, no, the pyro the, guy. The mad pyrotechnic The, the fucking pyro yeah. guy on the, on the uh, cast has to be like the fucking that, craziest dude. That beardy motherfucker in the credits, and they actually yeah. have him on for it. And he's like, yes, I get to burn all the things. <laughs> you just and this, see that. Uh, uh, one, but safely. One more tech thing that I want to say just real quick is like is 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 this is such a good episode for me about uh, a mix of practical and 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 special effects and and the best shot of the whole thing is this awesome shot where Drogon does this entire line down the carts and they all blow up one by one and they show in the video that it's actual explosions blowing up one by one but you know CGI fire hitting it and connecting it and it's just a mix of like a camera rig that's on a wire. It's a mix of CGI and Drogon and fire, but having real explosions and real particle effects, and it's just like, it's so cool when <laughs> he just does this line yeah, and he just blows up these five people, and you're like, oh, that's why I watch this show. <laughs> this this hit a lot better. I've never enjoyed the shots of Danny on Dragonback, but this one right here hit the perfect mix of like practical and, and digital for me. Well, I like, think they know that's, that that's how, that's how you do it. I think they know that they're going to use a lot more of her because they built this crazy rig that actually like moves in time with the the dragon, and like yeah. she's actually riding a thing like they did with Pacific Rim, and like well, it, it yeah, it, it, it looks a lot, like it the, looked a lot better than in previous seasons, like when she was riding out of that stadium, it looked hella bad, and looked they terrible, kind of looked terrible, and <laughs> yeah. I think, and I think that's why I think that's why that massive rig exists because they're like, oh man, we got to get dragon riding right for the rest of this show. It's true, <laughs> it's true. She's going to do a lot of it. So yeah. the uh, the other thing that like really struck me about this, not really from a tech side but just like the emotional stakes because uh, I think we're all so used to to Game of Thrones like killing off characters so much and that kind of like as you watch the show like there's so many people you kind of like feel you fear for that you think they're actually gonna die and you know none of them end up dying but I, I just remember it's like an emotional roller coaster to watch that like 15 minute uh, sequence uh, <laughs> yeah and they did such a good the best thing I love about Game of Thrones and their their smart thing to do with battles is they always focus on one character, you know, like John and Hardhome and uh and in this case it was like Jamie and Braun in the middle of it. So by following them, you know, you really do feel like you get this great one minute sh- one take shot of Braun running through and just pushing people on fire and just like this horrible chaos that's just yeah. j- and, just trying to get to the scorpion as fast as possible. And that's just and that's just the that's also it, it's that John shot from the previous like 
Battle of the Bastards. And they mm-hmm. do the same thing with Braun in this time where he's just like on like a and they they really enjoy it. And it and it works them it's it's good it's it's good camera work in ter- in terms of like here's also the themes of Game of Thrones. It's like looking at an individual so- sh- uh, soldier in this world or like an individual and like seeing him like, you know, everyone around him is fucking dying and the same sort of thing. Also like it's nice to, it's also I love the background like the little details. Like they they fucking had this stirrup so that they could just have the Dothraki jump into the saddle. So- Oh, and cool. And, and I didn't even notice it until the special effects lady was talking about it. And then it's I went so back and I was like, cool. I was, I was like, are they, were they seriously like standing on their horses? And I went back and looked at it. And I was like, holy shit, that's that's practical. They yeah. fucking had a person do that. That's insane. Where <laughs> yeah. where is OSHA? Like, and that was the other thing. Like, it was also showing that they're Thraki because the Thraki usually just kind of swarm people. And this is like the first time you really got to see just how good they are on horseback and how much better they are. Like when he fucking cut Bronze Horse's leg oh, off, yeah. I was like, jeez. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. I was not ready for that. Yeah, I was like, it's about time they show the reason the swords are recurved like that. There's a purpose oh, for that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it's not just because it looks cool. It's because you're going to fucking, like, you know, disembowel a horse. Well, what, like, what was cool about that sequence is that Braun is always supposed to be, like, this, like, kind of dirty fighter who is always, like, thinking outside the box. And then you get, like, the tables turn at the last minute where it's, like, the Dothraki yeah. just, like, <laughs> just motherfucker. Like, <laughs> this is an army yeah. of dirty fighters, essentially. And he was fucking on the ropes. Too uh, until the very end, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, he had to I mean, use yeah, the that... scorpion to kill the one guy. That was great. Uh, <laughs> it was great. Yeah. One one kind of point I want to make about the long take with Braun is uh, you know what I really enjoy about those those shots is that you really get the sense of like what it would be like to like be in that situation where you know you're having medieval warfare but with like the equivalent of napalm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what they said though. Yeah, it's like it's like taking an Apache helicopter to a, a Roman centurion's, you know what I mean? Like it's just decimation. It's just utter yeah. destruction. Do you guys know what I love I love it because like decimation is like is like an old Roman term. Sorry, I, I don't mean to like I'm not, yeah. I'm not giving you shade, but Nerd like out. it's like, you know, it's an old Roman term to mean to remove like a tenth of your fighting force yep. and it's like no, nah, decimate in this in this case wow. does not I didn't know is that that deca I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's yeah. literally like it's literally like one t- like to decimate your fighting force would be to remove one tenth of it. Yeah, it's uh, it's if. But in the modern sense, it means yeah, no, 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 absolutely Like the dictionary definition now in- includes that, but it's interesting that it comes That's for me. It's just like I was like, no, she did better than that. <laughs> they she are did. dead. She yep. did. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's like if a legion fucked up, uh, they would by punishing they would punish them by killing every tenth man. Uh, so which is <laughs> I mean it's, it's effective. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, and and I I just glad we also just get like little moments like uh, the uh, the the sort of charge of the the lone fool, you know what I mean, with Jamie riding and everything's destroyed and he's like doing a last stand kind of ride of the uh, yeah the damned sort oh, of it, it, beautiful it, it, shot. It is so pretty. It's so on pretty. his white horse, Tyrion, and I like that Tyrion was watching. Even if it was like yeah. convenient that he was there, it was just nice. I, to be like, run away, you idiot! Like, just I also run away. enjoy you, fucking idiot. What are you doing? This is this is setting up. I think this is setting up where t- Danny's going to go. And the question is, does Danny fall into madness? And I think it's setting up the fact that like Tyrion is like his like like Tyrion like you know a little bit. Danny is Tyrion's antagonist a little bit. Like and like yeah, can... that's why they showed him like looking yeah. in horror. It's like his men, his former 
Bannerman. Yeah, uh, he knows those bros. Alive. Like he's, he's he knows these people. He fought in that army. He fought yeah. in that army at the, like the crossroads and stuff. Right, like, right. like he he knows them, and they're just like getting burned alive, and it's just like a horrible, horrible, horrible death. Like Jesus. Well, yeah, it's um, uh, it's the first time he's seen his family lose firsthand, and it's also, uh, uh, you know. It, it, he fucking like almost sees his brother die, and, and Danny was the aggressor, right? So it's just what. What well, did and you... the Dothraki to say like you know your people can't fight? I thought that was just salt in the wound right there right. too, because he's already <laughs> yeah. it's emotionally I, trying. I felt like I've forgotten I, a lot of times like for like whatever purpose. It's it's funny to me that like Danny's honor guard is just like whatever army she has at the moment. <laughs> like a little bit. It's like oh did Grey Worm leave? Okay, well we're gonna have Dothraki now. <laughs> like it's just, and it's just like it's like it sometimes doesn't remind you because like not to be offensive, but like where are all these Dothraki like living on Dragons? Stone. Like where? that's a really good question. Yeah. Like, you can see, like we've done flyovers of Dragonstone. There's, there's, <laughs> not, there's nowhere to plant crops. Like what the fuck is? Yeah. How is this working? Like, whatever. They, they have pillaged huge swaths of the countryside. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, that's that's the other question. Is up next? Do do the can she control the Dothraki as well? Just as much as can she control Drogon? And I bet I bet she will be able to control Drogon because I think the show wants to head in the into the. Uh, I think the show wants to head into the uh, is Danny gonna keep control of direction, but keep control of herself as opposed to her troops. Well, so this kind of kicks off predictions, and I've actually got a pretty good one. Um, so at the very end of this episode, uh, Jamie is saved. We don't know if it's really who it was by. We don't know if it was Braun or by Dickon. <laughs> um, Which, by the way, props to Braun for being like all of us when he was like, "Who are you? I'm Dickon." I love I love how Braun didn't give any shits, and I do agree that like unfortunately they're going kind of against like probably what would be what Bra- at this point I kind of expected Braun to like he would have abandoned ship a little bit at this point in my mind yeah Braun's like the fucking yes, Han that's Solo his way. <laughs> like I don't right, know how he's right. still like, alive <laughs> like the fact that he, like Braun runs up and gets the scorpion and shoots Braun the dragon Solo. also what the fuck is that <laughs> scorpion made out of like that's that's beyond the constructs of like like uh, modern, like it's like made. I know it's. I know it's like a. It's like a balsa wood on an iron thing. But like he maneuvers that thing like way too easily. Like, <laughs> it's very well oiled. It's got a lot of ball bearings. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's really easily aligned. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right. So here, here, here is my prediction. So right. So so Jamie and and uh, Jamie and Dickon are going to get captured. Obviously, like there's no way they're going to get out of that situation. And this sets was up- it Dickon or or was it Dickon or Braun that saved Jamie? Oh, we don't know. I thought it was Braun. I, um, I thought so too, but I don't know. We don't. I, I didn't slow it down. Like, and I don't. I don't no, I, I tried. According to Wikipedia, it's Braun. Ah, uh, someone someone did like an analysis, and you can see like the guy who jumps has fingerless gloves, which Braun always has. Oh, interesting. Like the same horse, because so. <laughs> he's the original hipster. <laughs> right? They like they fucking yes. they fucking zoomed in on the fucking the fingerless gloves, gloves of Dickon and Braun. There's so many nerds. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I have to admit, sometimes I enjoy like getting onto Reddit, but sometimes I'm like I can't even ha- like handle like the level of like <laughs> right. focusing I intensity. Yeah. I, I listen to a podcast and they've started referring to their sub as like where nerdy shit happens and i was like nah. and then i went there and i was like yeah yeah this is pretty bad yeah. <laughs> but, but some some of like some of like the frame to frame analysis stuff i'm like somebody spent 
days of their yeah, lives on this. And I and I know like that's not that's nothing that's nothing to snark at because we've spent days of our lives on this podcast. I, I fucking edit it for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> like, I, I do spend days of my life on this thing, and I just like. We, I all right, well, we let me let me let me make together. this let me make this goddamn point. All right, so <laughs> sorry, <laughs> your prediction. Um, so so Jamie's gonna get captured, um, and. In captivity, he's going to realize that Danny is, like, the better ruler, okay? Um, so this then sets up a trade. And, you know, he's going to he's gonna get reunited with Tyrion, so he's going to, you know, that friendship's going to kind of reignite. And then they're going to set up a trade, uh, and I think they're going to trade, uh, you know, Bronn and Jaime for Ilaria Sand and, um, mm-hmm. and Yara, okay? Mm-hmm. And then they're not they're not gonna get back the sands. Like there's just no way. I think and well the daughter's dead, but they'll get Yara. Yeah, Lara's still alive. So But no, what's Yara. the point? Like why would Danny want them back? I mean it's they're pretty useless without the ships and everything. Well, I think Cersei wants well, Jamie back. Um Well, obviously, but I mean on the, the like question, why would Danny make the trade? Because Danny's a good ruler or whatever. Because she's a better person. Yeah. yeah. I mean I mean that would be that would be the only reason they would do that. I agree with you, Jenna. And I, I think that Danny it depends on how they're gonna depict Danny because she just might say no. Well and then if she's being a leader, it's a pretty shitty choice, honestly. No, it's actually it actually works because uh because Jamie, after seeing that Danny's like the better ruler, this sets up uh it sets him up to kill Cersei. I think <laughs> I could be wrong, but there has right. to be something that like pushes. Like if that's going to happen, if Jamie's going to kill Cersei, like there has to be something that pushes him to do it. And I think him spending time with with Danny and Tyrion could be could be like the trigger. Could be though. I still think it's going to be a, a a burn the mall situation where she's going to like. I agree with Ben. Where it's like it's going to be. I'm a still going with yeah. Yeah. the king and queen slayer. You know what I mean? Like it's got to well, be like a. I- I think it's going to come down to something like, you know, a dragon gets hurt at the Siege of King's Landing, and Danny's going to try and, like, I mean, Cersei's going to try and burn everyone, to, and Jamie has to kill her, and then it's can Tyrion yeah. talk, uh, you know, Danny down from murdering everyone in King's Landing? <laughs> it's, right. it's building up to that point where there will be a Siege of King's Landing, and, uh, you know, a dragon will get wounded or killed, or one of the two, and uh, we'll figure out what's going to happen. Yep, I still think a dragon's gonna get taken down and turned to zombie by Quiburn. It, it only <laughs> it also makes thematic sense from the context of like you know when Aegon conquered one of his dragons uh, got killed as well. Friolia's dragon. Uh, one of those dragons gotta die. There's too many dragons. It's the same yeah. thing with Starks. There's too many dragons. Like one <laughs> too many dragons. characters. <laughs> we need people. To too many die. dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well before we wrap this up, does anyone else have any uh, kind of predictions for, for next episode? Well, I'll be interested to see if we're actually going to get anywhere with the White Walkers next week because they're like, oh, they show this pretty cool shot of all these crows going over, um, or ravens rather, going over uh, the army of the dead. And apparently they're going to the eastern wall. I guess they finally realized that maybe you can just sail around it. <laughs> so, um, with their ice boats, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, I'll be curious if they actually will finally get there, but I still don't think they're going to be landing on the shore till episode seven. I feel like we're still yeah. waiting for that. Two, two points. Uh, first, uh, I you know, in the first episode, the Hound kind of had a vision and that, that the uh, the White Walkers were attacking Eastwatch. Or you know, it was something. In and the, the next East, episode is called, which is where Eastwatch. Yep. So I think that's that's definitely going to happen. Um, 
what's kind of funny to me though is that uh, there was like a there's a meme where it was like then and now and like then like the White Walkers are like oh we're gonna take over and seven seasons later it's like oh we've gotten lost like I don't know where anything is like, <laughs> <Are> we... <laughs> <laughs> still my favorite version of that is uh, they did a version on the Game of Thrones episode of South Park and like it's mall shoppers who are the White Walkers and they're like it's not open for another two weeks alright we'll walk really slowly then <laughs> <laughs> I, I was about to say, like, in terms of teleportation time context, like, like the White Walkers could have, like, walked back and forth. Like, see, <laughs> think, like, how I long Westeros the, is and, how, like, how little actual land there is above the wall. See, like, the thing is, the Littlefinger tunnels don't go past the wall. So once you get past the wall, they can jump right <laughs> to King's Landing in, like, an episode. Like, yeah. you know, they just have to get past the wall first. And then they so get on the subway. Make, I'll make uh, one prediction and one just, like, hope. I think that not this coming episode, but I think in two episodes we'll see the marriage proposal from Danny to John. Because I think that this episode we got a lot of Johnny. Uh, see, I'm Johnny. creating their their couple name already. Their uh, their couple couple name, but uh, no, I think that we got a lot of like scenes between them. So they're gonna lay off the next episode, but I think in two is when there'll be the marriage proposal because it's all like building up to that. And it's going to be like John's going to be all angsty and like I need to get back to my people. And Danny's like, "Well, there's an easy solution for that. You don't have to bend your knee. You could just uh, marry me, and it'll be a wonderful marriage." You know. So you think? You think, think, uh, that, you think Danny? Man, people are pushing this hard. Jesus. Ooh. You think Danny's going to make the? You, you think Danny's going to make the marriage proposal? No, oh, John's definitely oh, I not of going the to. Dumbest idea. I John of the dumbest won't. idea. It's great. John's not uh, going so- to propose. <laughs> Um, but the second but thing he, I'll just say, what, what, but oh. Jenna, real quick, what if he bends the knee and then he pulls out a ring? Of dragon glass. I'm just going so to be like bad. a puddle of happiness then. So don't expect me on that podcast. Okay, guys. <laughs> Jenna will just be that. Oh, you guys are killing me. <laughs> I, 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 can't, but, I couldn't uh, handle The it. second, second thing I'll say really quick, because I know we're running out of time is I'm still rooting for for that Brienne's going to be the one that like pushes Jamie to kill Cersei so I just want everyone mm. to hear my prediction the second time around okay I'm good thank you <laughs> all right all right <laughs> all right I get there but you know well yeah. we are we are out of time uh for this episode but it has been fun and it was a, it was a really really good episode uh so so <laughs> thanks for joining us and for uh Feast for Bros this has been Sean uh Ben Haworth thanks guys Jack, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I I hope we keep getting good shit like this. This is if we can I just. Mean, cl- it, I, I just noticed that the next episode is the same director as this one, and it's called Holy Eastwatch. Fuck. I feel like we're gonna get a lot of White Walker shit, which is exciting. I I hope so. I hope I hope like there's like you know I really hope it doesn't kill. I mean I feel like we're primed to kill off the rest of the people at the wall pretty much. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jenna night guys i just want to point out that it's not 4 30 in the morning and so it's an awesome day <laughs> right <laughs> yeah <laughs> and sarah Becker. thanks for listening everyone all right we're out <laughs>